0: One emotional podcast, conversations for inspiration on the go. We offer on the go inspiration because our whole heart is set on beauty and our best bets are set on art. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm so well. One emotional podcast.
1: How are you going?
0: Good. Everything's going great.
1: Very nice. Very nice. It's it's great to be here.
0: Mm. It's a pleasure for us to have you here. So This amazing man that I have in front of me, his name is Matthew Manwaring. He's an ecologist and environmental scientist who fuses 20 years of spiritual work with modern and up-to-date scientific evidence. Matthew comes from a very long military lineage, and at age 17, he joined the Australian Army. During his time in the military, he served as a peacekeeper to the United Nations and spent time as a specialized reconnaissance soldier. He focused on developing his understanding and perception of masculinity and what it means to be a man through the fundamentals of truth, courage, and honor. I love that we have Matt here with us today to talk about modern masculinity, especially from this interesting background of the military. After his years in the military, he devoted himself to conserving the environment and species for many years by working closely with animals in the wild. And In this way, he was able to observe the behavior and the relationship to the, ec- to the ecosystem and the relationship with humans. Uh, He has also contributed and led various workshops and circles for men. He conveys how vulnerability is a path to truth, but it requires courage and is based on honoring oneself. Wow, so because today we're going to talk about this modern mature masculinity. What is it and how do we get there? Because in today's society, there is more pressure on men than ever before. What can you tell us about this topic?
1: It's a it's a I'm 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 first I'm I'm excited by by all of that. That's it a lot. I, I love that. Um look, it's a very, very tricky topic. Um there are so many different avenues, uh so many different aspects of modern masculinity and what it means. Um you have to look at firstly. The, the dynamics of societies where we live, our, our environment, all of these things kind of dictate the way that we, as men interact, uh, grow and develop within a particular culture. Uh, I speak generally about masculinity. And then I also have my own bias towards my own upbringing. right um, Modern masculinity is also then interestingly, this product now of, of a modern world and then bringing into it kind of more ancient uh, methods of, of looking at the way that the masculine should behave. We went through, uh, as a society, we've, we've been through these periods of... of, of kind of a difficult time after World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, all of these kind of really, really um, heavy periods that lots and lots of men lost their lives. That left society with a bit of a deficit. Um, There were men that came back and they were really, really damaged. Okay, They'd been to war, they'd seen horrific and wars that were really really nasty the way people were, were being uh, were dying and that kind of thing. So they came back and they were unable to speak about it there were no services for them to deal with so they shut down. They shut down and so the children that were born from these men they had no role models, their fathers had been off to war, their grandfathers had been off to war so we had no elders. This led to a society of people that were kind of shut down and closed down emotionally. They didn't have the spaces to grow and to learn from men because it was like a a wounded person then raising somebody who had no tools. What we've seen is over the past kind of 20 or 30 years now, this resurgence of the masculine in a more healthy way. It's going to sound conflicting because There's a lot of, you know, difficulties in the world, but that's a product of the way that things have been going. But the past 30 years has seen this resurgence of masculinity in a healthy way as well. We're just fighting kind of tooth and claw to get more men to kind of open up into that space, Mm -hmm. yeah? Um, So what is it? it? It's kind of this space of... Uh, having solid, healthy, masculine things that are about being honest about who you are as a man and feeling brave enough to speak about your wants and your desires and your needs as a man without the stigma, the shame of not being soft. So we understand that the courage, the real courage comes from being brave enough to actually speak about what hurts. This old adage of like, boys don't cry and things like that. It's, it's, it's starting to die out. Uh, it's having a long, slow death, but it is happening. Um, and that's kind of this space that we're working from now, uh, taking things from the past and understanding we need rites of passage and these types of things to allow us to move into a more mature um, and educated masculine state of being.
0: Mm -hmm. Would you say that modern masculinity nowadays has a more integrated masculine and feminine side? Or what characteristics would you say that modern mature masculinity has nowadays?
1: It's good. I think that in a lot of ways, I I, I try to steer away from then talking about it being uh, this integration of masculine and feminine, even though that's what it is to try and couple it together. A man is just is just a man, whether it's got he's got masculine or feminine or parts of him. The, the, a man is just a man, and a woman is is. And when I say just, you know, we try to describe that by going. She's more. She has some very strong feminine traits, or whatever it is. Um, but I think if we just allow people to be whatever they are in that space, even though yes, in that in that in that space, we look at it and go. Yeah, you're an integration of tip, of of those more typical feminine and more typical masculine to become a whole person. Um, if we move away from the labelling of that and just go, you you just are who you are, and you're honest and brave and, and and vulnerable in that space of who you are, with compassion, you know, with that courage, those things allow any person, but in this case, men. To really stand up and be, be righteous in that place.
0: Mm. Yeah. Totally. You mentioned something really interesting about nowadays, sometimes it would be more manly to have the courage to speak up about what hurts than before this idea of being, you know, quite manly of shutting down or not being able to show your feelings kind of like the, you know, boys don't cry or men mm-hmm. don't cry, right? And today I think we're still having kind of like part of, you know, this trouble for this emotional development, for this emotional accessibility, you know, within ourselves. What can you tell for these people that want to have a more mature and a modern masculinity? What can you tell them? Where can they start? I
1: think there are are places and spaces and things that you can do. you know um, really it's, it's, it is about having a look inside though. you know um, the, 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 the spaces that we need to go first and foremost are inside. yeah finding that place inside yourself that is hurting, that is stuck and wants to and wants to be free of it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is the biggest problem for a lot of men is that they, they maybe sense the pain, but don't know if they're even allowed to really touch it. So it becomes repressed. Mm -hmm. Um, so first and foremost, it is about acknowledging the fact that there is an issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling like I'm being honest with myself. Um, that place of vulnerability is a really, really powerful place to start. Just honoring and owning the, the, the pain and, and knowing. So here again, anybody who's, you know, interested in that space, you have permission right, because we know that the people that came before us had a lot of wounding and didn't have the tools. The tools weren't there to start healing. So it's fallen onto us to now start healing this collective wound. And we do it by communicating. We do it by taking courses. We do it by connecting in spaces like this, just listening in and finding that comfort in other men are going through this stuff. Other men are being honest about it and really, really starting to connect in those places. The men that I know and share the greatest bonds with now are the men that I connect with in this space with depth, yeah, that's what allows us to form that brotherhood and that camaraderie now, mm-hmm. and, you know, that space of reaching out and just connecting.
0: Totally. And knowing that, you know, you have kind of like you're doing not only yourself a favor, but you're also serving the people around you. You're also serving part of the collective if you go deep mm-hmm. inside. Because first of all, we've had you know, many generations about this kind of like masculinity, kind of like the the, the old masculinity mm-hmm. that has wounded and wounds, wounds, you no, know, after generation after generation. And I think right now this open, this modern masculinity is, you know, it's arising it actually gives the ability to heal the lineage, right? And if you heal that modern mature masculinity, then eventually you're going to teach a different masculinity to your kids. You're going to teach a different masculinity to the people around you at work, you know, with the community that you are in, your your family, your partner, right? So it has a very important aspect that it kind of like, it has an exponential, impact. Mm -hmm. Not only about you going inside and just feeling a little bit better, right? It's going inside and, and healing, you know, part of the collective. So we also have, you know, these men that are completely connected with their emotions and they're not afraid of what they're feeling because, you know, we've all had these feelings and it's really uncomfortable when we're with these feelings, right? First of all, for us, it feels scary to dig Mm -hmm. in, right? As a woman or or as a guy, right? It feels scary to go in because it feels really uncomfortable. Now I cannot even imagine for you guys, you know, not only going in that it feels uncomfortable, but at the same time having to push away or to change all of this cultural identity about masculinity, about crying, about thinking about your feelings, right? So it's kind of like double double trouble in the sense of like it's like no like a lot of work to start doing.
1: I I I mean you're yes, absolutely, you're absolutely right. The the beautiful thing about it is exactly that. It's it's that the the first steps, okay, are are the hardest steps. And it is that point of like, okay, going in and finding the things and starting to acknowledge it in yourself and then reaching out to other people and you see these flow on effects. Like what you have said is, is, is such a fundamental aspect of what this is. It's it's not just about you, you know, you healing yourself and, and working on these things within yourself and connecting into that space, the way that then you interact with your children with your partner with the people around you just shifts the the the, the intimacy that you create with those people that are around you the, the entire dynamic becomes different the depth of of understanding it, I can't it's it's very very hard to to explain it without the sensation of being there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is and it is within the collective. You know, so the way that you the way that you start to heal and you start to grow and then you start to change, you move through these stages of your development, and then you bring them naturally. You bring the people around you with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You just plus start planting seeds in the things around you and the men around you and the children around you, and, and and that's where it becomes so powerful, so potent, is when the people around you start seeing you being honest. Start seeing you being vulnerable, and start going, "Oh, it's okay." Remembering, and this is this is this is where it becomes a little bit tricky. Um, there are there are these there there are men around at the moment um, that are doing exceptionally good work um, in in bringing the plight the the, the 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 thing of the the situation for men out into the world we can take some of the information and we can reject some of the other stuff, but really understanding that in and of itself, even the kind of primitive, primitive aspects of being men is still important. Yeah. Having men's spaces to do manly things in a safe and, and, you know, reasonably uh, structured manner, there are still, we, we have testosterone. It needs to be expressed. It needs to be utilized, mm-hmm. but in a, in a more constructive, healthy way, mm-hmm. um, we're thinking of, I'm thinking who, okay. Um, they say it's like, uh, it's better to be a, it's better to be a soldier in a garden or a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. There are aspects of that that are difficult. I'd rather be a gardener in a garden personally, you know, Um, but that thing of like a, 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 a person who is capable of violence. Yeah. You are capable of violence because most people are, most people are capable of some kind of violence if they're pushed, but controlling that aspect, this is a mature masculine thing. I'm capable of being violent. You are capable of being violent, but we are not. It's a controlled part of ourselves. This important, these things of our, masculinity where we are where we're acknowledged in that space where it's not shunned where it's not shamed where it's not horrible you know I remember in schools um the the boys would fight and they would create their hierarchies and there would be this violence that was that was there this aggression um and everybody would do it. It 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 happened regardless if we acknowledge that aspect of the masculine and kind of created the spaces where that was controlled and it was dealt with, that would allow a healthy understood way of moving through that. And I learned this through the army where they call it controlled aggression through Mm -hmm. the military controlled aggression. Mm -hmm. You are in control knowing that there is aggression, but this is where it is placed. Mm -hmm. And I mean this with all of the masculine elements is it is placed somewhere It is not hidden, it is not shamed, it is not shied. So that aspect of being able to be masculine, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: controlling it, gives you the stability as you grow up to then be like, I'm safe in my masculine to then start stepping into these other parts of myself that have been as yet untouched, my vulnerability, Mm -hmm. my compassion, yeah? Mm
0: -hmm. And something interesting is that Maybe not only see it as you know as being in control of that violence of that energy, right? But being responsible. So I think what you just mentioned is you know instead of being reactive, right? Like any mm-hmm. you know, trigger, and then you have the right, not or you feel that you have the right to be violent. It's like being responsible with that violence, being responsible with that, with that kind of like energy or that um, this. This instinct that you want to do, right? And Mm -hmm. when you become responsible, that's when you are when you are able to decide. You're free to make it when you're responsive. It's just it triggers and it happens. It's like why did you hit him? Well, because he told me that, and then you know he deserved it. Of course, that was completely reaction, right? Mm -hmm. And then with being responsible, you decide if you want to act on it or not. But you are you know you come from from a conscious response instead of an unconscious response.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, again, absolutely right. This, 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 that's the thing is I'm not condoning violence. I don't want to be a hundred percent clear on that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the aspects of it that are innate within people. It is there and they're not pushing it away. So that point that you're making, I I, I love it about not being reactive, but being responsible. Uh, Robert Bly in a book called Iron John, Okay. Beautiful book about masculinity, about, it's a book about men, mm-hmm. um, talks about these rites of passages. And that's a thing is we take away, um, the part of us that is, that is a victim, mm-hmm. right? Because a victim is reactive. The mm-hmm. victim it just responds to stimuli. Whereas the mature, and in this case, the m- mature masculine takes on responsibility. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens through older rites of passage, when we talk about the child kind of being put to sleep, the child is, is, is removed from the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you step into a mature masculine that is responsible, that is accountable rather than the childish victim state. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see a lot of today is it's his fault and her fault and society's fault and everybody else to blame because you are in a victim state of, of being, Mm -hmm. you haven't been through the rite of passages to, yeah, dude, you're accountable for your own life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: my friend. You need to, to 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 take responsibility for your actions and what goes on around you, including the internal processes that you have, your, sensations, your emotions, your being. Mm-hmm. You are responsible for how you react to those things. Mm-hmm. Totally, and I, I mean that. I I, want, I and I'd love to hear your your opinion on this from the from like a more feminine view of looking at a man uh, like like looking at a man it's nicer I'm sure to be in relationship with someone who is being mature who is able to connect in these spaces
0: of course of course I think First of all, I think that it's um, our challenging times nowadays for men and for women because masculinity and femininity are changing, right? The models that we've used to have for many, many, many years now are gone. And I think we haven't arrived yet to the new... um, to this new masculinity and this new femininity. I think we're in the process of becoming. And in the process of becoming, it's quite anxious, right? Because for example, Osam, if you were this, right? We Mm -hmm. haven't actually become the new glass, right? The new thing, and we're in the in-between. And the in-between kind of like feels this anxious no man's land, this kind of like empty space, Mm -hmm. kind of like lack of identity. It's kind of like a really tough place to be because you're not, who you used to be and you're not the new person that you be. So you mm-hmm. are not in habitating the models of femininity and masculinity that we used to have, but we haven't arrived to the place of, the, of these new models of femininity and masculinity, right? We're in the process of becoming an amazing thing, right? But we still have, you know, to get there. And I think it's quite interesting because As these models of masculinity and femininity start changing, the kind of like the dance inside the relationship starts changing as well. Something that I celebrate a lot in this new masculinity and this new femininity that's being in the process of becoming is that um, we are becoming more conscious and more responsible of emotional integration. Of this emotional imprint that we all have as humans just you know for living in this planet earth with these cultural characteristics with these human characteristics right and there's lots of you know this healing from lineages and you know just healing from the culture that we're in right because we have seen there have been other cultures that were more about thinking other cultures that were more about you know visuals about art about you know things to do with their hands there were other cultures around us that, that we have seen through history. That, for example, for them working was like you know some kind of enslavement, right? And now mm-hmm. I think it's more about. no, also, masculinity has a lot to do with like who you are and what's your title and how much do you earn and if that mm-hmm. makes you know uh, big enough or not, right? Or like successful or not, or attractive enough or not, no. And I think, you know, and also there's this demand also for women, not women nowadays, is not only about maybe, you know, caring for children, but also, you know, they have to have this, um, this professional characteristic and this professional kind of like drive and success. So I think we're adding a lot of demands, a lot of demands all around us for men and for women. And if we add more demands, we need to leave out other stuff. We need to leave Mm -hmm. leave out other stuff, right? The other day I met this uh, person that he did a sabbatical year with his wife and his three sons. And they were 10, eight, and six, no? And he was telling us this story. And it was interesting that he said that every one of them had one one bag, right? Mm -hmm. Each of them. And if they bought something, could be a t-shirt or anything anything that goes in the bag they need to take out
1: mm-hmm. right? i love it
0: and that was healthy because they could continue this sabbatical with only their their five bags on family right being practical and being easy to travel and to visit you know exotic places and adventurous places right but i liked that analogy a lot and i think with with modern masculinity and modern femininity the more we add in, the more also we need to leave out, and we need to also, you know, saying no is this act of, you know, quitting things. So what mm. are also the things that we are needing to quit in masculinity, who we are not anymore, right?
1: It, it, yeah, I mean, I I, it, it, I love it because I remember I remember doing doing in in my. PhD, one of the most important things that I, that I, that I sort of started to realize was this bottlenecking of information. Mm -hmm. So you might chuck in a bunch of things and there's all this, all this information. Um, and it kind of just gets to this bottleneck at the end and, and one bit's going to go through at a time. And so you just get this piling up of things and, and you get stuck and it gets lost and things start pouring out. And so it's absolutely, Absolutely. We've got to start looking at um, the realities of what it is that actually makes us uh, men. Mm-hmm. And, and you made a good point there in that this this transitionary phase. I think of it as like a bit of an experiment. We're experimenting and we're experimenting on ourselves and we're kind of listening and starting to take intuitively what we've got, listen to the advice of others and and, and see what was happening before us and then modernizing it in a way that is going to fit in with society the way that it is. We cannot go back to being primitive men doing all these things that were happening before. We're in a modern world. It's beautiful. It's amazing. We have these freedoms and we have this information. We have the ability to express and to change. Um, But it comes at the cost of exactly what you're talking about, a whole bunch of other pressures, the pressures that we're putting on ourselves and and that society is putting on us to achieve and to achieve and to achieve. I think human beings at the moment are probably the most domestic they've been. We're so well-trained. Um, we, we kind of jump through the hoops and we stay on this treadmill and we do the things because we think it's getting us to where we need to go. Um, and sadly, what we see is as we progress on that, it takes us to a place of like discomfort and disconnect and really like this out of touch place with ourselves because it's gone too far into this place of like what I look like out here rather than what I feel like in here. And that's how we have to now start transitioning back into this place of, like, where's the, where's the actual purpose? I wanted all these things to provide for my family and provide for the people around me, but now it's just about having all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of lost sight of what they were even for. Uh, Modernising of the world did this thing for men where, like, physical labour
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of became... Like that's for, that's for, that's for farm boys, you know, not for a high achieving man like me, but we miss out on then seeing our fathers actually doing work and being with their hands and doing this stuff. That's actually quite important for masculinity, creating things, fixing things, being capable of being constructive. Mm-hmm. yeah, Manually, because it's an important part of, 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 of of being a man, I guess, is being manually capable. Yeah. Um, that's not to take away from, from, from men that are in those positions because it's, it, everything is an important role, but remembering that there are those parts and how we've kind of pushed that into a place where it's not so important. Growing your own food and knowing how to grow your own food, it's incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, for a long time, it's been kind of shunned. Mm-hmm. Um, working in construction knowing how to build things.
0: Yeah, it's kind of and, like life, that, that's
1: skills. The, hmm. life skills. that are just, you know, I know how to fix the engine of my vehicle um, or whatever. You know, just changing the tyre is a good place to start. Yeah. Um, those things in there, I guess, are important. Um, from my perspective, I guess, as well, I need to keep that clear. Uh, and from this emerging masculine that I see with the people that I work with, They start to go, I don't know how to use my hands for things and they want to, Mm -hmm. you know, but the pressures of life, the pressures of doing all these other things in the rat race has stopped them from being able to do that. So I pay somebody else to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So really finding that balance in that place. Yeah, uh, I love it. You know, there's,
0: there's these new studies about how we as humans enter in the states of flow when we start doing things with our hands, and it's quite interesting because most of the times in our in our in our day to day, we can be yes, maybe with our fingers with a cell phone or the computer, but it's not the same kind of work, you know, with mm-hmm. arts and crafts or doing gardening. Yeah you know, growing your own food or, or working with the soil or, you know, fixing something and, and, you know, they, they've discovered that it's, you know, this connection neurologically that actually helps us, you know, access these, these states of flow. And I mm-hmm. found it interesting because all the data and, you know, the, the research points exactly to that, that we should be doing that more often. And in our everyday life, we think that modern life, it's actually, you know, to move away from that, Right to be as you know technologically possible or like as modern as possible right and i can't help but wonder like now you've talked about what are these you know characteristics of this masculinity that you know that that you're inviting you know more more people to do more often no mm-hmm. but i wonder with all these circles of men that you've guided in your career with all the work that you've done in the military what has been the common denominator of the wounds in masculinity? What do you think are the main wounds? Is it about emotional expressivity? Is it about not feeling worthy? Is it about the identity attached to some career thing? What would you think or what would you say that is the main wound?
1: I, I Honestly, I think there's this not, not feeling good enough is this Space amongst human beings that is that is very very common. Um, in men, it comes most often from uh, absent fathers, a fatherhood wound where they do not they they're not seen, they're not taught, they're not connected with healthy masculine, and it leads to a variety of different uh issues. Um, there's a lot of you see a lot of alcoholism. You see a lot of dependency because there's not been a man in their lives that's pulled them up into that place of responsibility. So I'm going to hide and I'm going to drink away my pain and I'm just going to pretend it's not there. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many men I see that come in. And, and it's interesting because they step into these circles. They're like, no, I'm perfect. Why are you here? and no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And five, 10 minutes into a conversation, into seeing these things and a feeling, just feeling and people start to crack open. It's really the most amazing thing that these issues are just sitting on the surface. They're like right there. And it's like just putting somebody's toe into it, cracks the whole thing open, but there aren't enough people there ready to put a toe in. Mm. So we need to have these circles. We need to have these spaces that is that. And it's interesting because there's an entire process, you know, of, of, of the way that men's work functions differently to the way that the, the way that women's circles and those kinds of things happen. And it's really, and I'm in, endlessly grateful to to women for the work they have continued to do all through all the patriarchy and all the toxicity of men and all the things they've been doing their work and they're standing there holding the door for men just going guys just you just have to step through and we've modeled a lot of the the modern stuff we do is modeled off the way that women's circles and things like that and it's got some of us into a place where now we're going okay we feel comfortable to take the ball of our wounds of our journey back for ourselves and to recreate the models, recreate the things that we need for our healing journey. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, And that's, that's this really, really, as I said, experimental, as you said, experimental part, you know, this transitioning phase of now going, okay, we have to try, we're probably going to mess some things up here but we need to be able to do it for ourselves. And this is the thing for men that are going into these places. It's like, guys, please just try, Mm -hmm. just try and you'll see the benefits that are there. It's incredibly empowering. Um, the, the the sensations that you'll get with the people around you, the connections that you'll get are, are amazing. We get to step into a place where we can start to heal the wounds of our childhood, the collective masculine wounds that we have, our the wounds of our lineage. Mm-hmm. You know, this responsibility now falls on us to start healing them so we don't pass them on as well. And we have the time and the space. That's what's right about now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have this connectivity. We can talk like this over the internet. We can share in things. We can make our groups. We can do our activities together as men and start connecting in that space and start healing those wounds.
0: Mm, totally. Because I totally agree with you that you know the investment in healing, the investing in the investment on of doing the emotional work, the investment in you, it always, always, always pays off. Always, right? So there's no. I know that sometimes when we start, you know, these um, emotional work, sometimes it feels like we're inside the storm, right? And Mm -hmm. we think we expect that we should be advancing kind of like in a, in a diagonal, you know, as a straight line. And obviously never in life is like that. No, you're like the turmoil going up and down and in circles and over the place. And you're like, I thought that I had this already healed. And then it's not. And then something happens in life that presents you another thing. And right. But in that turmoil, in that, in that you know um, movement, in that you know storm, it's really interesting that you start finding that healing and you start finding the benefits of how you mm-hmm. feel when you've let that emotional load work off you, right? And when you start living your way in a more healed or conscious way, no, you you kind of like start feeling completely different. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you about about this new dating in this new masculinity and this new femininity, what would you say things have changed and what would you recommend for dating or, you know, how women or men could find, you know, mature and responsible partners?
1: I think um, really, to in any case, I think finding people that you connect with is about just being honest and doing things that you enjoy rather than, and, and I'm, this, is, this is what makes it tricky is the world is, is, is connected like this. Um, and so we have the apps and I, I, I'm not hundred percent sure of all the details of how they work, but it's swiping and we're doing things and et cetera, et cetera. When I think the most organic way of doing it, if you're looking to connect with people that are doing this work is by going to these things, you know, by taking courses, by going to workshops, by going to a breath work thing and, and just doing the work yourself. I think that's the, that's fundamentally the best way of doing these things is like when you're being authentic and honest, you're already doing the work. And so you're already opening yourself up to, to connect with other people that are doing that. Does that make sense? I, I, you know, when we're, In the work when we're in the flow when we're in the movement we we open ourselves up more and more and more and these things are just brought into our lives we naturally connect with those people that are in those spaces Mm -hmm. um we talk about it you know the word is such a is such a powerful thing we put that vibration out into the universe as it were that then resonates into spaces that 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 create change Mm You know, if you're if you're being genuinely honest and, and solid in your word and you speak it, you create that. You create that around you. This has been my experience. You know, I was, as I started on this this journey in and of myself, or it really got into the eye of the storm. And you kind of just fall back and go, that's it, I'm done. I'm so done. I don't, I don't care anymore. I don't want to hear about it. I don't take me back take me back. Ah, it gets, it's intense. Right. But then as soon as you hit that point, it's like, it just, the the light of everything comes and then things start to flow. Uh, this amazing woman came into my life that I'd actually known for 20 years, you know, and then we met and connected in this way. That was just so profound because all you had to do, all I had to do was just be vulnerable, be Mm -hmm. open, and it's like the hurdles the, the the darkness the clouds went away as soon as I just went just be you yeah just be real be honest and then it becomes it becomes deeply loving and nurturing and caring and that is what this does that's what this creates is this place of like it's not um, it, it, it's it's not always going to be beautiful it's not always going to be this easy thing but when you start doing this You start stepping into a place where we can actually do the work. Mm -hmm. It's not blind. I'm not like me. I'm just going to go to work and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to pretend that everything is okay and I'm slowly going this way and she's slowly going this way. No, 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 no. I'm coming back and I'm noticing and recognizing the way I'm feeling. So I'm going to step into it. You're with somebody who's doing this work. They're going to step into it. Now we're going to find the solution as we're seeing eye to eye, as we're meeting in this place. This is the most profound part of the intimacy of doing this work is the way that you start to connect at like this incredibly soulful level of seeing someone and trusting in them and knowing in them and being able to be vulnerable with them there's um so in the intimacy course that we have uh it is um a bunch of techniques in there that help us to reach these particular points you know just through things like looking into each other's eyes wow and that as that a technique you can, you can take to, to the relationships with you have that you have with other people to just develop intimacy is like genuinely looking into somebody's eyes and allowing yourself to be seen in that place. Can change so many things.
0: Mm-hmm, totally, and I love I love that you mentioned about the course. People can you know reach to it in our webpage luanmuseum.com, where we have the emotional art house courses. You can see this course about uh, emotional intimacy with your partner, and I love what you mentioned in that course about into me you see right. Kind of like that essence, that intimacy is, is yeah. able to let. To let yourself be seen by your mm-hmm. partner, and also, you know, for you to let yourself be seen by your partner, you also need to to let yourself see yourself, right? So, yeah. I would say that these new, um, these new mature masculinity and this new mature femininity has to do with having the courage to be authentic, with having the courage to be honest, yes, to having the courage to be you, and to have that coherence between what you think what do you say and what you do? for these things to be completely aligned, Mm. right? And that's the invitation for this new masculinity that I would love for all of us to, you know, to to start, you know, discovering and, you know, seeking. And I also think that this new uh, masculinity and this new femininity has to do with being integrated, with being integrated with our masculine and feminine side, because we both have it, right? Yes. And nowadays with all different, you know, the, the, um, all the, optionalities that we have for genders, right? It's like we all need to explore our gender identity, right? Who we are in that masculine essence, feminine essence, that binary essence, right? Where, where, where does you know, our authentic self comes from and embracing that self as exactly as it comes. I, I, I
1: again, I, I love it. You're hitting all these beautiful, beautiful marks. And I think it's fantastic because this, this, uh, and I, and I did say before that it's, it's kind of um, I don't want to step into the place of going, we have this masculine, that masculine, which is exactly the point that I was going to make is like, just being whatever combination of all the things or none of the things you are, just be you. And, and when you gave this beautiful, opening of 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 my uh my bio um you talked about honoring and honor and i want to be clear about this aspect of like honor in the sense of being chivalrous and all no no no. i'm talking about honoring the self Mm -hmm. honor who and what you are have the courage to be real about what and who you are Mm -hmm. that's the that's the honor that's the self-love that's the self-worth that we want to start looking for that is as you said, in a world that there's all of this information and all this freedom to be all these things, be you. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. That's how we need you. That's how the world, the collective needs you now, is to show up authentically as yourself. There's a world of copycat things on Instagram that are fake and da 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 That's great. Um, what we really need is authenticity. Mm. You know, we need that that space of of you being real. Uh and the, as you said, the integration of all the aspects of yourself that makes this beautiful flavor of a human being that is is that's the that's the medicine the world needs right now, right? You know, is is that person, is each of us to show up, heal our wounds, and be real.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned something beautiful be real be real with ourselves in these kind of like fake um or kind of like you know promotional in a sense reality right and mm-hmm. be able to connect deeply with ourselves and i would also say that you know there's no one size fits all right we all need to explore our own masculinity and our own femininity mm-hmm. because it's 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 kind of like our our fingerprint right yes not be the same, you will not have the same femininity with someone else or the same masculinity with someone else. It's just kind of like this journey of yourself and this journey into you, right? And there's no way of like, we think we need to stop you know, listening to the culture around us telling us what femininity should be and what masculinity should be because it just yes. came us to a, to a wrong path, right? To uh-huh. a good path. So nowadays we have the opportunity instead of like listening outside of the culture to dig down deep inside ourselves and finding our own truth. Finding our own masculine identity, finding our own feminine identity. And that is, you know, a very private and a very personal journey. Mm-hmm. Your Absolutely. journey with your masculinity, right? It's, it's, it's yeah. your journey with yourself. And when you embark this journey, I would say that things that are quite important is to kind of like user emotions, something that I like about and the work that we do inside Luan Emotional Museum, right? Is to kind of like explore emotions through different lenses, right? And um and one of the lenses that I that I'm most fascinated about is to use the emotions as your compass, as your guidance. Mm-hmm. Because emotions, either comfortable emotions or uncomfortable emotions, are there to guide you, right? If there's something uncomfortable, it's because it's telling you something it's not right, or something is like triggering something an emotional wound, or it, it's actually telling you that maybe you're not enough, and there's you know this opportunity for you to you know work on, right? And these comfortable emotions, they're also telling you where you're most in flow with right what should, what you should be doing more of where do you get your energy from no so i would say to like kind of like open open your heart and open this internal compass that you have to discover your own identity or your own gender identity
1: i uh, look, it really, really, it really, really resonates with me. This, this emotional compass, you know, and trusting your emotional compass. Um, most of the men uh, that I, I work with, I, I do lean them towards, like, you, you, if you want to chase something don't like kind of lean into the fear lean into the pain a little bit to see what that is okay we're not following the pain we're not staying in the pain we're not dwelling in pain but leaning in towards something that feels a little uncomfortable as far as expanding within the self is concerned can be in incredibly rewarding because in that shadow in that darkness we find that there's nuggets of gold we need to shine the light in there to really acknowledge where the thing is and this is what it becomes about courage as well we need to be discerning Mm -hmm. don't, don't get me wrong discernment is so important in these spaces um but using those emotions and really trusting in them to guide you into which space to go it's not about always going with the the comfort space, because when we're in comfort, we kind of then get, we can get stuck in comfort and you've got to push against comfort zones sometimes in order to expand, Mm -hmm. um, especially within the masculine paradigm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot in society, the way that it is, men have a particularly kind of mm, safe space to stand on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a tricky space uh, there's a lot, a lot of conflict in there but also there is a lot of privilege in being a male in today's society and if we don't acknowledge it we don't look at it then we can't kind of shift ourselves into an equal space mm-hmm. that's genuinely looking at the way that society can better itself mm-hmm. um but in order to shake that up, we have to look at our privilege, and it's uncomfortable. So we kind of need to lean into that part of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so using your 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 emotions as a compass can 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 go in, in different ways.
0: Totally, yeah. it reminds me a lot of these um, TED Talk. I'm just, I'm going to check out. Um, Because it was this talk about uh, transgender, you know, he used to be a male and then he changed his gender to becoming a woman. Mm -hmm. And he talks about that men have no idea how the world is tilted to their favor. Mm-hmm. And because he's he's lived, you know, both genders, you know, so with all the changes that he had and how people started treating her, you know, in giving this new identity, this TED yeah. talk is fascinating and um, it's 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 amazing. I would encourage everyone, if if possible, to to listen to it. It's called "I've lived as a man and as a woman. Here's what I've learned." That's mm-hmm. the name of the TED talk. But yeah, it's like many things that we don't know um, that are actually happening, right? And, and, and if we open this empathy and we open this compassion for different genders and we open this compassion for, for more tolerance and more diversity in our lives, I think eventually, you know, we'll also be healing part of the collective and part of the of the wounds that we've been carrying for many years, right? For yeah. many years in these divisions and many years in these wars and many years, you know. Um, trying to fight all of these ideologies,
1: no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really think that, um, I, and I, I notice this with, mo- with most people that I, that I talk with and that I deal with, as soon as they start getting over the hurdles of their own kind of inner dialogue created from whatever's brought them into this place, um, all of those all of those defense mechanisms to things that are different to things that are more diverse, uh, start to go away. And like, I don't, I don't really mind people can be whatever they like and people do whatever they want. And I hope they're just happy and they're okay. And, and, and that's the thing is we kind of just have to push a little bit past the, the, the status quo of the box that society has kind of shaped us into and start broadening ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we find that, you know um people are generally really really good and nice um once the wounds start to heal up people start to be able to express and feel and connect at deeper levels beyond what we're told and so all this division that's kind of pushed on us about race and creed and religion and i don't i don't i don't really care i just let's connect let's be honest and let's be real with each other and let's see where we do meet eye to eye we're allowed to have discussions about things that maybe we don't agree on, but as long as we do it in this way that is mature and responsible and is acknowledging where I stand in things, you know, if we can have a genuine discourse, I'm aware of my, my male privilege, where it stands, how it works. I'm not aware of all of it because I've been hiding in it for however long Mm -hmm. that it's just ingrained into my system. But if you, open yourself up to me to have a conversation where you can go, Hey man, no. And I'm open to hearing that. No, the power of your no is, is phenomenal in this space. The power of you going no. And and then being heard for your no and acknowledged for your no. This is where we start to even things up to start actually seeing each other and like really I want you to flourish and to grow and to be all the things you can and to share everything that you have with the world and we'll be better for it. Mm -hmm. We will all be better for it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, this is when it, when it starts to come into this integration of what's masculine and what's feminine and within me and, and being in, in that mature space of like recognizing the beauty of diversity the beauty of all the different aspects of society that make it so fantastic. There's this, uh, product of, of in the environment. That's like it's, uh, emergent qualities.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It as a, as a bigger thing is better than the sum of all of its parts. It's more than, and that's it. So we have this product and this product and this product of society, put them all together and it has a greater emergent, you know, properties, and that's really this. This what I what I see now is the potential for that is phenomenal. Mm.
0: That multipotentiality, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, yes we absolutely. have all
0: of these limitless power, and sometimes we don't mm. access it by this mind by the constraints of yeah. the mind. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. I am in. I would like to ask yeah. you a few questions before we close. These are okay. um, just a few questions about the Ideally, it would be for you to answer in one and a few words, something short. Okay. Okay. Something that comes to mind, that's the right answer. Um,
1: okay.
0: What is art for you?
1: Art for me is anything that is um, an expression of your internal creativity,
0: mm. your favorite author
1: oh well that now this is a tricky one because that shifts i can't even give you like a straight answer for what that is there to me Um, right now okay so i'm reading i um uh i'm reading robert Bly's. i i I quoted him before which was um iron john but i um joseph campbell is probably the guy that's getting me the most at the moment that stuff is just he's great Mm -hmm.
0: and advice that change your lives
1: advice that changed my life. Um, uh, it, it, it's a little cliche, but um, the, the this thing about like, uh, don't take life so seriously. None of us are getting out of it alive. I really just am like, you know what? Yes. Relax. It's going to go where it's going to go. Yeah.
0: Totally. The best quality in humans.
1: I want to say something like love, but really I think if I, if I, if I move into it more, it's this space of um, compassion um, and, and generosity. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A book that you recommend.
1: Um, okay. So as I said, I'm going to recommend for men, I and John, uh, it's really just it's it's a really fantastic bit of work. Um, but there are so many things to work from, you know, uh, you want, uh, lover, warrior, magician, King as a place to start from, to start stepping into as far as, you know, the changing masculine paradigms and healing wounds for yourself. Um, the hero's journey, um, and the hero with a thousand faces, uh, is 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 beautiful work as well so these things within the mythology of joseph joseph campbell and and the way that we can go through these cycles of life to start healing and the rites of passages that we should be taking for ourselves all of these
0: things are really really healing Mm, that's beautiful what feeds your soul people feed my soul human beings
1: um the, the, the witnessing of behaviours and of expansion and of growth and of these capacities to, to change mm-hmm. and to watching compassionate acts that are done without without audience, without anything that's just watching a human being be generous with their time and their space and their resources. I, I don't need anybody looking at me to, to be this good person. That aspect of human beings that feeds me in ways that uh, are yeah,
0: mm,
1: just profound good.
0: the most pressing issue for humanity <laughs> <laughs> or and, <laughs> <most pressing? laughs>
1: one of one of okay so i have i i've done in been an environmental scientist for for too long to not talk about climate change um understanding that the climate changes in and of itself uh so i recognize the science of patterns and of systems and the way that they work but also the way that humans have impacted the environment um in a particular case this is this is a a really really pressing issue and it kind of just went about it and it kind of died out a little bit and uh, it didn't die out it's still there um but also this 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 pressure that I think there are a lot of people feeling around the the discrepancy in the way that our actual societal system works. Mm -hmm. I think this is what drives so many of the other problems is the amount of hungry, below the poverty line kind of people that are living Mm -hmm. day-to-day compared to the elite, wealthy game changing power players, just finding some way to even that out is is going to make a massive difference in our world. Um, Because right now it's it's teetering on a thing that's just, in my view, going to go badly, if Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. rectified.
0: Totally. Um, If humans can agree on this, you will be very happy.
1: Um, I think given, given the nature of this, um, if humans can agree on equality within, let's just say for this one, gender, all right. But really if people can, and if if humanity can agree on equality amongst human beings, Cool. like it's a big one don't get me wrong like I'm asking for big things but you know what dream big dream big
0: make no yeah. small plans
1: <laughs> don't, don't make small plans right I, yeah so go 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 hard
0: amazing yeah. what would you like to scream to the whole world
1: oh there's there's many things um do You know what, they know what I want to scream, but I want everybody to know that they are loved. Mm. Yeah, I want them to actually know that in their hearts and witness the way that that could transform into what we are talking about before, about what feeds myself. Maybe I'm being selfish. Uh, <laughs> I just want to, to feed my soul a lot. But I want people to know and feel love and, uh, and compassion in their lives. I want them to know that, Yeah.
0: What is it that you have lived and that could, no one could miss experiencing it? No one could or no one should? No one should miss experiencing No
1: one should, uh, look, this, this, this takes, no one should miss being loved, mm-hmm. knowing what it is to be genuinely, authentically. Uh, no holds barred love. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, if that doesn't heal your heart, uh, I'm not sure what will. Um, but I also think people need to know what it is to lose,
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, to lose love, to have lost loved ones, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, the way that that sobers you into reality and drives compassion as well. Um, so I know that's a, the, the, the conflict in that, but the, the, we, we do live in a, in, a, in, a, in a natural world that has loss. Mm-hmm. When you know what that feels like, you can can, it can be compassionate and empathetic to other
0: people in that space. Mm, totally. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us in the One Emotional Podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, your magic, your experience. And um, thank you for sharing all of these wonderful insights.
1: It's really been such a pleasure um, to to be here with you. Uh, I really think you're doing such a beautiful, amazing job. And again, uh, thank you for having me. Just such a pleasure to share with you and to hear your insights because you, as I said, on point with so many things that just was, (laughs) was oh yeah. So great. (laughs) Very nice. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much, Matt. Want to keep the conversation going? Luan, the world's first emotional museum, designed a global online experience to inspire and explore. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Telegram, and visit our site at luanmuseum.com to engage creatively.